This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. And a big Saturday night it is, thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Uh, this is the Saturday Night Harness Preview, looking at a bumper nine-event car that's terrific across the board. It's the first Saturday in January that we've had a meeting at uh, Melton. Most of have been on the Friday nights, and we've had plenty of Country Cups action. And we're getting to the pointy end, Rob Orber, with the Hunter Cup uh, the following Saturday night. But uh, plenty of feature racing this Saturday night. A big jackpot in the quaddy too, a projected pool of $300,000. First leg race five, the Allied Express, Casey Classic at 8.42. Hi, Dan. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We're looking forward to this uh, wonderful program at Melton. Don't we have some high-quality horses engaged? I'm really looking forward to seeing Don't Stop Dreaming in the Allied Express, Casey Classic, who comes across from New Zealand for Mark Purden. And I'm certainly uh, looking forward to seeing uh, how he performs uh, this week. We've got the Ladyship Cup. We've got the Victorian Harness Racing Club, Caduceus Three-Roll Classic, and, of course, the Victorian Harness Racing Club, sponsors of our uh, wonderful program. Program and of course the uh, Mercury Heats, the Dallard Trotters Cup. I just believe going around. It's a it's a cracker of a meeting. Looking forward to it. Race number one is the tab download the app pace. It uh, kicks the night off first of nine at six thirty two. Rob Dangerous is uh, first up from a spell, but we've got some horses coming through country cups like Cosimo and Highway to Heaven. Yeah, very good race. Uh, look, Dangerous. Uh, he's a very smart horse. He went around this time. Last year as a short price favourite in that uh, three-roll uh, Victorian Harness Racing Club Caduceus Classic, he started odds-on favourite and got himself in all sorts of trouble. And the stable mate Catalpa Rescue, who goes around later on, end up winning the race. So he's uh, primed to, uh, to to perform at this time of year. He's first up since the 16th of September. He's trialled leading into this. I think he can win first up. I'm sure Shane Sanderson and Ryan have got this horse spot on for a first up victory. I'm tipping him on top. Ahead of nine, Cosimo, who's had no luck. Terrific run in the Shepparton Cup. Forget about his run in the Ballarat Pacing Cup. His run before that went fourth in the Bendigo Cup behind Max Delight was very strong. Uh, he looks really well graded here. Uh, he should be primed. Looks a real danger. Three from nine. Clearly, the, uh, they're the two standouts for mine. I've put in 11 Heavenly Charm, who's first up since July. Uh, look, she'll be driven uh, back in the field and just come with the one run, I would imagine. Melania, number eight, and 10 Highway to Heaven have all got place chances. But three and nine, I think they'll fight the finish out. I've gone three just ahead of nine from 11, eight, and 10. Yeah, top two, same two for me, dangerous on top. First up, and there's always that uh, little bit of a question mark on them first up, but I do think it's advantage being three, and he can get off the gate. I can see him in front here, Rob. Uh, dangerous number three, nine Cosimo, ten Highway to Heaven might be the improver, and eight Melanian, who did uh, run into uh, dead ends halfway up the straight last week at Ballarat, three, nine, ten, and eight. Race two, the Lifestyle Communities Trot. Uh, good field. Keyang Chucky was uh, terrific winning last start. In fact, he's built up a very impressive record overall. Yeah, he looks very hard to beat again, Danny. He's had the 26 starts for nine wins and eight placings. He's a winner of over 111,000. Uh, he hasn't had a lot of racing uh, for a five-year-old. Paddy Lee, uh, the whole Lee family, do a fantastic job. He was outstanding, wasn't he, uh, winning the Hamilton Trotters Cup. He bolted in there. 
Uh, look, he looks really hard to beat again, uh, hard to tip against him. The danger, probably the same horse that we, both you and I gave a good push to last week, hot to trot number five. He, he was very brave in defeat, but as we sort of thought, Maybe he's all muscle was just had the advantage of the Barry draw, was always going to be hard to beat. In this case, now he bumps into another good one in Kiang Chucky. So he might have to settle for second. But I think he'll run a really good race again, five hot to trot. He's in, in good form. Eight, Kai Valley Hot Spur, who's racing really well. Chase home, I'm ready, Jet, at its latest outing at Shepparton in that Derby Royale free-for-all. And number nine, Chinese Whisper. Well, he's a very hard horse to catch. We know when he's at his best, he's certainly very good, but he really does fluctuate his form, so it's a bit of a guess uh, guess game with him. Six on top from five, and then eight, and then nine. You see, I'm going with Chinese Whisper. I think I have to after uh, what I said about him last time. He, he messed up the start, and that's the query with him. He's not really that consistent, but I did think he was terrific the way he stretched out uh, chasing I'm Ready Jet at Shepparton last time. So if he's the right sort of odds, um, he's worth backing each way, Chinese Whisper. Keyung Chucky, very hard to beat. Uh, eight, Kai Valley Hotspur, three anywhere, Hugo, nine, six, eight, and three. Third event, Katanaz Jewelers, Mercury, 80. Uh, second heat, there's a field of, well, there's a 1,200-metre race to start off with. The emergency is Major Moth, which is uh, number eight. All runners here start across the front line. Look, it's a really yeah, good race. Uh, obviously, this 1,200 metres is a race where, uh, you know, uh, how, how it gets played out at the start, the tempo really plays a big part of horses from back in the field with their chances of winning. Look, I'm tipping for Aussie Battler. Look, he hasn't won since September 2022, but I really believe his performances in recent times have been good. I don't know whether he's still got that old blistering gate speed. We probably haven't seen it for a while, but you would think over 1,200 metres, if we're going to see it, we're going to see it on Saturday night. So I'm going to back him in. I just thought he might be over the odds. I'm happy to play him each way. Jack Law drives Julie Douglas, her team, going so well. Fifth behind Tangung with Sierra last day in that good quality race, only beaten eight metres. Not far away, Bendigo previously behind Jillaby Jack Sparrow, and I thought that was a really good run. And fourth at Mildura behind Ideal Escape at its past three starts. But then you look at its form prior behind Sly Terra, Coravelli Star, not beaten far. Distance suits, condition suit. If we're going to see him run a mighty race, this is a race that he can stand up. I'll back him in here for Aussie Butler. Ahead of seven, let's rock, let's roll. Racing really well. He's a class horse. Comes out of that Bendigo race behind Fides and Lark Captain. That's really strong form form line for this race. He looks really hard to hold out. Nine, Jillaby Kung Fu. He, he's just been an amazing horse, a 10-year-old now. Still going around. He's a winner of over 570,000. Uh, look, he's had a couple of runs back now from a spell. He, he'll run well. He can certainly figure. And number five, I've put in uh, a Sly Terror, who's very consistent. But Four each way from seven, nine, and five. I'm going with Jellaby Kung Fu. I think he's ready. It's close enough to D-Day for him, even though it's a 1,200-metre race. But he got held up behind them, and he was all right. He wanted to find the line last time. And I'll, uh, I'll stick with, uh, well, I'll go with Jellaby Kung Fu. But they're tricky races, the 1,200-metre races. Uh, six, Delvey Robin, five, Slide Terror, seven, Let's Rock, Let's Roll in the mix as well, nine, six, five, seven. And, of course, if the emergency gets a run, it'll change up everything, won't it, Rob, with, uh, with Major Moth there. I'm not sure, you know, how well he's going being first up, but he's an obvious chance if he does get a run. Race four is the Better Vet VL Dullard Trotters Cup and... Uh, 
Look, um, Just Believe was added to the mixie. I think the race was in danger of not standing up, Rob, and Just Believe was a late nomination, and he's going to stamp his authority. He was absolutely fantastic, as expected last week, first up on the night pistol. And um, even though you got horses of the quality of Mufasa Metro, Olavich in Queen Elida, um, I can only see one result. This could be a, a great night of celebration and I feel like this horse deserves every bit of accolade that comes his way and a celebration is if he happens to win on Saturday night, he breaks that uh, magical $1 million in prize money. He sits on 983 at the moment, 1000 that is, and uh, 28000 to the winner. And I don't think there's a, a more deserved million-dollar earner than Just Believe. Uh, what this horse has achieved over the last few years has just been an amazing journey. I don't think anyone would have ever uh, picked that this would occur. But this horse here, I've said it before in the last uh, few months, uh, I, I feel like he's probably the, the, the best modern-day trotter we've seen for uh, a very long, long time, maybe one of the best that we've ever seen. And he just keeps rising to the occasion and he just does it with ease. And that's the thing that you just keep looking at and go, how much more can he give? But he just keeps giving more and more each time. I'm going to tip him on top. I think he'll win. Uh, I think it's about trying to pick second, third and fourth. I've tipped number four, Olavici, in for second. I've always been a big fan of Olavici. Look, he didn't perform too bad over uh, in Queensland. He's He's been given plenty of time to settle back into surroundings. Uh, I think he'll be driven, you know, reasonably quiet. I think he'll be getting home nicely. Uh, I think he'll run well. I've put in six, Queen Elida. I think she'll continue to improve. Three, Mufasa Metro. Not sure, Dan, not sure. I, I was a little bit not sure about his performance at Bendigo a couple of starts ago. And then I thought last week, even though he led and, you know, he tried to set a good tempo, I just didn't like the way he finished the race off. I, I just want to see him hitting the line and holding on and um, just not sure whether that trip to Queensland has just slightly flattened him. So it'll be interesting to see how he performs on Saturday night. But look, five on top from four, six and three. And I'm five, six, three, and four. First leg of the quaddy, a projected $300,000 pool with a $75,000 seated uh, quaddy pool. Race five, it's the Allied Express Casey Classic, and we see Don't Stop Dreaming for the first time, and great to have the, the New Zealanders here, Mark and Nathan Purden, and with one of the... the country's top four-year-olds who's won 12 out of 16, drawn inside the back row, and we have better eclipse first up, drawn barrier one. It's going to be uh, a great clash. Uh, I am going to tip number eight, Don't Stop Dreaming. Obviously, barrier eight means he's going to need luck and that is reliant that Better Eclipse leads and doesn't get crossed at the start by Hurricane Harley. Um, I, I don't know how that's going to play out. I'm going to tip eight, Don't Stop Dreaming. I just keep coming back to one name only. It's called Mark Purden. We, we haven't seen him here uh, in Victoria for, for quite a while. And you have a look at the ownership by Dobson, uh, the old Christian Cullen days. This is a very uh, formidable combination here. And Mark wouldn't be here unless he thought this horse was exceptional. His record says that he is. He's 16 starts for 12 wins, three placings. He was a winner last start over Old Town Road and the Cooter, who we know are highly exceptional horses. Look, 
This week might not be the week. He's probably going to need some luck, uh, but I'm going to back him in as far as his ability is concerned. I just don't think he'd be here unless he was an exceptional horse, and I think Mark must think he is. I'm tipping him on top, number eight, Don't Stop Dreaming. From one better eclipse, can't fault this horse. He's just been absolutely, truly amazing. Second in the uh, in the Dominion behind Leap to Fame, first up. We saw what Jess and Greg do when producing Just Believe first up. They they wouldn't have this horse here unless he was ready. He'll be ready to run a mighty race, and he'll be very, very hard to beat. For Hurricane Harley, still got a question mark here next to this horse. So I'm not really sure how he's going. Uh, obviously, the old Hurricane Harley, you'd suggest he can run a good race, but not convinced he's back to, to those days. And 9 Triple Eight, who I think will just drop to the pegs and have a soft trip, can maybe get into the first fours. But predominantly 8 and 1 for mine. I'm going to tip 8, don't stop dreaming ahead of 1, better eclipse. I'm going the other way, but look, it's a flip of the coin, I would have thought. Hurricane Harley in the mix there, drawn the front line with some gate speed. Could make it interesting, uh, but one better eclipse, eight, don't stop dreaming, and then four and five. Race six is the Alabar uh, Bloodstock Ladyship Cup. Uh, we see the return of Encipher and Rakiro Rebel, for that matter, and Tay-Tay, and you've got uh, at least one runner yourself, Nikki Nana, with the potential to have two with uh, Labelle Bajou, who's the emergency drawn the back line. Yeah, look, fantastic race. Uh, we see an absolute superstar here in uh, in Cipher. 29 starts, 17 wins, 8 placings, earnings $1.5 million, just under $1.6. First up since November, when fifth at Melton in the uh, Queen of Pacific behind Ladies in Red. Look, she'll be obviously uh, targeted at, uh, most likely I would assume, she'll be in the Hunter Cup the following week. Uh She'll be primed. Uh, she's just too classy. She's the best mare now, um, we're depending where ladies in red is. But right at the moment, the money says in Cypher's the best because she's won $1.5 million. So I'm going to tip her on top. Uh, I think she'll win. Two, Rakiro Rebel. Well, wasn't this horse a revelation last campaign? Just made so many headways in, in her career to the point that she went to levels that we never expected her to. You know, you would imagine she'll cross here, Rosarito Miss. I think she'll hand up to Encipher. I think she'll try to sit on Encipher's back. That's how I'm mapping it out. I think Encipher will work to the lead. Rakiro Rebel leaders back. And uh, I think they'll run 1-2. Uh, I think uh, the pegs might be a good place to be. Tangung with Sierra, great mess. It's a soft trip, maybe four back the pegs. Uh, Rosarito Miss, three back the pegs. And uh, they might fight out third and fourth placing. But three on top from two, eight and one for mine. Yeah, I'm in Cypher as well, first up. There's a few horses that are first up uh, through the night. It's not really me wanting to tip horses first up, but some cases and with the barrier draws and quality, I've opted that way. And within Cypher and Rikiro, Bert Rebel, they've got the barrier draws in their favour and the class. Three, two, five, Tay-Tay is also first up. Nikki Nana, not much luck last week, roughly with a chance as well. Three, two, five and four, and good luck with uh, her, Rob. Uh, Victoria Harness Racing Club Caduceus three-year-old classic has raised seven. Number three, Alpha Stride, is the scratching. And uh, you've got the favourite or equal favourite, one of the key runners anyway in Sergeant Lou, who was terrific, uh, returning for uh, from a spell. And he gets the gun gate here. 
Yeah, he does, Dan. Uh, all the favours, uh, you know, sit with him at the moment with the barrier draws. He's just got to uh, keep stepping up. Uh, look, you know, it, it's fair to say we, we've got an enormous opinion of this horse. We, we think he's pretty special and we think he's going to go a long way. Um, if that's the case, that he's drawn, he gets the right barrier draw here and I'm expecting him to lead and, and lead all the way. I think he'll be really hard to run down. He's just come on even further since uh, that run at Shepparton and he'll just keep improving with each run. But he's a very tough horse. He's got a lot of speed. He's got a lot of class about him and he's just got to learn the caper now. So uh, we're, we're tipping him on top. I think he'll be very hard to beat. Uh, got great respect for 8D Row. Aaron Dunn, we know, does an amazing job. His horse went around in the Breeders' Crown final. Didn't have the best of luck. He's going to get the gun trip sitting on our back and uh, if he's good enough, he'll run us down. Uh, five, uh, uniquely ideal. He can only be impressed by her two wins to date. Uh, she's been outstanding. Obviously, this is another step up uh, for her. But look, you know, you can't fault uh, the, the the way she's won, and you've got to respect the stable. Uh, Emma, obviously, have got a great opinion of her, and, and she'll run a mighty race. So, look, it'll be a great clash. Uh, it'll be wonderful to see. I'll be obviously barracking for one, Sergeant Lou, one on top from eight and five, and I'm putting in a little bolter here, Dan, for the first fours. Number nine, the answer. Didn't mind her run at Shepparton uh, behind Sergeant Lou. She's got a lot to learn, very green. If she happens to do everything right and just sticks to the pegs, uh, she might be able to sneak into the first fours at about 80 to 1. So uh, that's how I see it, 1, 8, 5 and 9. Yeah, I can see why you uh, think the answer might be a place. So if she does stick to the pegs, could be three back the inside and definitely an outsider that can run a, a drum and uh, and provide some value in the exotics. Um, I've... Uh, I've Put the filly on top, uniquely ideal. She's uh, she's really well built. She's uh, pretty strong. She proved that last week, and she's got more to give. Uh, Sergeant Lou, I thought he was terrific first up, Rob, with a lot of improvement to come, and he's shown that gate speed now, which is going to stand him in good stead. And um, and then D. Row and Komodo, I thought one of those two would end up behind Sergeant Lou, and therefore be a bit of a chance. And if it's D. Row, uh, he's the next best. And then Komodo, uh, five, one, eight, and two. Uh, Victoria Harness Racing Club with their. Uh, feature event. $50,000, it's good prize money, and for anyone with connections of horses in that race, any other runner for the night, um, I'd say weather's going to be on our side. Terrific night through the carnival over the next couple of weeks and a great uh, opportunity to get involved with the Victoria Harness Racing Club if you're not, but if you are also, you can get out there with a the club lounge, enjoy the facilities, and enjoy a really good night out um, with uh, your memberships through the Victoria Harness Racing Club, Rob. Oh, no doubt. Uh, I know a lot of my family members will be there on uh, Saturday night, obviously cheering our horses home, and they'll be enjoying uh, the facilities. They're looking forward to uh, having a great night in the uh, club lounge. And uh, new memberships will be out uh, now. Uh, it will be a great opportunity between now and uh, the, uh, the the start of this new uh, February season to, to renew your membership. It's a, it's, a, it's a cheap investment considering uh, if you've got a horse that you own and you've got a group of owners amongst that horse for a small fee, uh, you can share the cost of that uh, paying up for your horse for your membership, $250 for, for the VHRC bonus races and every person that's in the ownership of the horse gets access to the club lounge all year round and uh, you know, congratulations to, to the club. They're working really hard, Emmy and, 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 and Carol and, and, and Shane, they do a fantastic job and you know, so um, I think it's a great time for industry people to get behind the VHRC. They put a lot into the industry and uh, they keep working hard to, to promote the game. So hopefully we'll uh, be able to catch up with someone uh, or one or two people throughout the night uh, there in the club lounge. 
and terrific sponsors for us through the Saturday Night Harness preview show. And it's, uh, uh, to be fair, if we haven't got that sponsor, we haven't got that show. So we're getting the sponsors. They're supporting us. And this Saturday Night Harness preview is there as a result of that. So we want to say thank you for their continued support as well. Right, race eight, Rob. This is the logical staffing solutions breakthrough final. All the runners that contested the heats get through to the final. Uh, they all uh, competed at Ballarat last week. Well, isn't this going to be a great race, Danny? Uh, Forty thousand dollar race. Uh, it well, tactics are going to play a huge part. I, I sort of look at that front row and sort of can't help thinking that Dream Maze will be able to work across from Barrier Seven and, and find the lead. I I, I'm, I feel like that's where she'll be. I, I think she'll get to the front, and from that point, she's probably going to be very hard to run down. She would have come on from the last start performance. 12 so what class horse could have easily gone in the Ladyship Cup connections have elected to stake in the breakthrough final, which probably made sense for mine in particular within Cypher being in the other race. Um, look, I, I feel like these are the two horses that will be fighting out to finish. I, I don't think there's much between them. They've both got the two worst draws. So 7 and 12, I'm sort of torn between them. Uh, probably my head sort of says dream maze. My heart's going for so what. Love to see the horse win for for the, for the owners. And uh, 10, Coravelli Star, really classy horse. He's just going to have to do it from back in the field, but he's very capable of doing it. I think the horse that could easily win this race, but the barrier draws just killed it, is obviously 8, Catalpa Rescue, horse that you made best bet last week, Danny. And uh, look, you know, I, I feel like he's the horse that, you know, I, I think if, if all the if, if he had drawn anywhere other than Barrier Eight, I would have tipped him. I just think Barrier Eight's just made it really awkward mm. for him. And uh, eleven ideal escape, and then of course nine sand day. It, it's a great race, very even. Barrier draws have really evened this race out. I think you're playing quaddies. You, you have to go wide, and you're going to have to take half a dozen horses here. But look, seven, twelve, ten, eight, and eleven in order. But any of them could be winning. Yeah, and there's no emergency in the race to stuff things up later on as well. So um, I think you're right. Uh, it is a good shape up here. Um, so what? I'm sticking with the man, number 12, uh, from 7 Dream Maze, 10 Coravelli Star. And I have to put Catalpa Rescue in, but uh, just don't know where it's going to get to. I just can't see uh, anything positive happening from that draw. It might be a ripper run without getting a lot of luck, but so what's creating her own luck? She's at the top of her game, 12, 7, 10 and 8. Rob the last of nine is the Harada Trotter Vic Bread Platinum Trotting Mare Sprint Championship Final. Uh, it's quite a mouthful, isn't it? The, the emergency is actually drawn barrier number one. This is over the short trip, and um, gee, this is an interesting race. 81-year-old Graham Whittle drives uh, and trains Amunet, who's won three of its last four. Perfidious Sue was terrific, working hard last week, and Elderberry and Demi had no luck when she uh, came through her heat at Bendigo. Yeah, fantastic uh, race, uh, and well done to Graeme. Uh, you know, he, he's been a, a, an absolute marvel. Uh, his lovely wife uh, works uh, down at the Backers Marsh Trials, and she's there every Saturday morning uh, in the canteen. Uh, they, they, they provide so much for the, the, the hardcore harness people at, at the uh, at the level uh, where it all started from, at, uh, at a lot of these uh, little venues like Bacchus Marsh and Kyabram and you can just go on Maroop and there are all these little places that meant so much to so many people and uh, the Whittle family have played a huge part there and uh, we wish them well here with Amunet. Look, I've tipped Perfidious Sue on top. 
Uh, I really like this horse. Uh, it's just got so much bottom to it. Uh, David Murphy's done a great job. I'm sure it'd be a big thrill if he was able to win it. I, I certainly think nine, Elder Baron Demi, looks a real danger. Uh, no luck. Chris knows I'll have this horse prime. Looks a real major winning chance here. And I think there's probably three other really good hopes in the race for for, for placings and, and little blowout hopes. Two poppy pop star. Loved its run second up for Tara McNamara. Only will be improved further by that run. Obviously, five Silent Reverie and six Amunet have all got to be respected. It's a, a very good little race. Seven and nine, clearly two top picks for mine. And then you've got quite a number of horses that have got place chances. But we'll go, we'll go two, five and six. And I'm uh, nine on top as well, nine, seven, four, and six. So that's the nine event card at Melton. Time for some best bets, Rob, thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Well, I'll stick my neck out again. Uh, we will obviously avoid all the real shorties. Um, I tip Sergeant Lou's my best at Chep. I'll, I'm going to back him in again here, Dan. I, I think he'll be really hard to beat. I'll make him the best bet. Race seven, number one, Sergeant Lou. And my best uh, value, Ruffy, for the night, uh, race three, number four, Aussie Butler. I think he gets his chance to stand up and give a great side each way. So race three, number four, Aussie Butler is my each way value. And I think dangerous. I'm not big on tipping horses first up, but I can see him getting to the front in a comfortable run here. His main dangers may well be the set sprinter. So race one, number three, dangerous. I thought race two, number nine, each way, Chinese whisper, depending on the odds, but I suspect you'll get decent value about him. And to close the night out, I think Elder Baron Demi is ready to win race nine, horse number nine. Uh, Rob, a lot to look forward to um, with uh, the program at Melton. And of course, we're only a week away from the Hunter Cup next week. So have a good night. Good luck with your horses tomorrow. Got great opportunities in some terrific races as well. Yeah, thanks, Danny. We'll be uh, hosting the Trots Vision coverage alongside yourself and looking forward to a, a very special night. And we've got some great horses and it looks to be a nice night weather-wise. So let's hope uh, as many people can come out to watch these great horses uh, do battle on uh, Saturday the 27th of January at Melton. It should be a fantastic night. So good punting and happy harnessing.